Welcome to Journey with Jesus, a podcast where two friends share the joy of Jesus to give you hope in your journey. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus. We want to thank our listeners for listening to us, and we hope that you have found joy in your journey. Tanya, what scripture are we talking about today that will help us along our journey with Jesus? Today we are coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, and I am reading out the New International Version. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Amen. I love that scripture. And did you know it's the very same in the, the ESV, the English Standard Version? Wow, I did not know that. A lot of them aren't the same, but this one is. That must mean that we need to just hear these words again. So repeat that scripture one more time. Sure. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Jill, for me, that just means that when I know that I am all in for God, and that I am at trying my best to do my best and to follow His lead, I will have peace. Peace I can't understand, peace I cannot find myself, peace that only comes from the freedom of the Spirit. Amen. And that peace is freedom. And I agree with you. When the Lord is center in our life and we recognize that the Lord is the Spirit and we have that presence of the Lord in our lives, He comes alive in us. And we really don't understand that at times. We don't understand why we have peace. No, I I was grappling with that this morning. Yes. When I got here, you you said, I have this peace that I don't understand, but I know it comes from the Lord. So this scripture has come to life in you. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, there's peace, there's joy, there's love, there's hope. We all need that, especially now. It's been a rough year, and this 2021, we have new challenges ahead of us as we get out there and start to get back to life as normal. It's not normal yet. It's not, but one thing that's constant and normal always is Jesus Christ. I couldn't agree more. That is so right. And Tanya, I did not understand that as a new believer. When I was 18, I found Jesus Christ. And I understood that I was saved. I had salvation. I had eternal life because I accepted Jesus into my heart. I decided to follow Him and I was saved from my sins because the Father sent the Son to save us all when we receive Him and accept Him and allow Him to come into our hearts. But you know what I did not understand is the fact that we can have a relationship with Jesus. We can have Him living in us. He walks with us. We can share conversations with Him. And He can be our best friend. I think we're all looking for a best friend, someone that we can rely on all the time. Jesus is that person. And He is the most trustworthy that you can come by. And one of the unique things about this freedom that we find in Him, we cast our cares on Him. We take Him our worries and our concerns. And He can give us peace even when we don't understand it. Because He is meant to help get you through those hurdles. He wants to be there with you through the joyful things. But He has done the most work in me in the valleys in my life or the middle points that seem like We're not at the valley, 
But we're not at the mountaintop either. We're just in that everyday existence. I find more comfort because I have worked on my relationship with him to know that I'm in the back of my mind praying without ceasing mm -hmm. and just turning all of that energy that would drain me and take my focus off of him. I still get my work done. I still enjoy my dogs and my family and my friends. But God gives me something different. And there is peace in that. You're exactly right. And in Him, we have freedom from some things. I think that's where you're going. Freedom from condemnation. Yes. Guilt, sin, death, blindness. You know, one of my favorite songs is Amazing Grace. I think a I lot do. of us like that. And one of the lines in there is, I once was blind, but now I see. I once was lost, but now I'm found. And I want to go back to the scripture that you read, but actually read a verse before that. And I'm going to read this verse with our highlighted verse of the day, and then the verse after it. And so listen to what the Word is saying here. Listen to these promises for you. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So, in these verses, we see that when we turn to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now, what is this veil that is being talked about here in this scripture? That is almost like a wall, kind of a, a protection, a curtain between us and the Father. Back in the Old Testament, people could not see the Father face to face. He, he would not allow that. Only the high priest could come and make atonement for the sins of the people through the sacrifices. But with Jesus Christ, we now have the opportunity to see our Father face to face, to have that relationship, in other words. And so the veil of sin the veil of blindness is removed, and now we can see. And also, verse 18, when we have that unveiled face, we can behold the glory of the Lord, and this comes from Him who is the Spirit. This just made a lot of sense to me, talking about being blind, being lost, but when that veil of sin came off, that veil of, you can't have a relationship with the Father unless you know the Son, was unveiled and, and I was able to have that relationship as a new believer, then I understood. Jim, I think you bring out some really valuable points and it leads me to a couple of things that I read scripturally related to this. First thing comes from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13. He is faithful even when we are unfaithful. Remember, He died for us even while we were still sinners. And he is waiting for us to come back to him. And it leads me then to John chapter 8. And there's several verses in there that just really resonated with me. The truth which leads to salvation is freedom from sin. So if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. And that is John chapter 8, verse 51. And very, very truly I tell you, and these are the words in red, very truly I tell you, whoever obeys my word will never see death. So we are given the assurance of our salvation when we just allow ourselves to grow that relationship. 
And it's not an overnight thing. Think about your friendships. Think about your marriage. Think about those connections with people that have meant so much to you. It didn't happen overnight. You may have had some chemistry or a connection that put you together, but you have to work at it. Even when it's hard, you have to work at it. And I think that's where it took me a long time to mature enough to understand that from my own perspective of how to grow my relationship with God. Because yes, He gives us salvation freely, but He wants us to come to Him and long for that relationship He wants to have back with us now that we're saved. Because there's so much more He can do with us with that. I know my last, specifically my last four or five years, have been uniquely different because I have approached my relationship with Christ in a completely different way. I have grown in ways that I couldn't grow. I have gone through some tough stuff throughout my life. Maybe some of them a little more tough recently. But God got me through all of that because I was faithful to what He was guiding me to do. And we have that free will. Listeners, you have that free will to make that choice today. Are you going to follow Jesus today? I'm glad you brought all that up, Tanya. You are so right because we have that free will. We have that choice. And I want to back up in my story. I found Christ, like I said, at age 18. Was in college. Didn't really know, okay, what do I do with this? I was so excited about my new found friend in Jesus and, and the fact that I was saved and, and had a feeling of just being refreshed and clean from my sins. Again, the veil was removed. But I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to grow in my relationship. And it really wasn't until I started studying the Bible. I got involved in a study years later with some women and we started studying the Bible. And then the scriptures and the stories in there that are real came to life in me and I realized I need this. I need to learn about what Jesus is telling me to have that relationship grow. Then my prayer life started growing. I started journaling my thoughts and my prayers. And as I'm doing that, I heard Jesus talking to me. The more you read His Word, the more you pray, the more you spend time with Him by just maybe meditating, being still, thinking about what these scriptures mean, how you can live them out in your daily walk. That is where my relationship grew. And I, I'm with you. It probably was the last six years I finally realized I have Jesus living in me. The power of the Holy Spirit is living in me. And, and if I turn to Scripture, John 14, verses 16, Jesus tells us so, that He will ask the Father and He will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. And I realized that. And so Jesus has left us with a helper, with a teacher, with a counselor, with a forever friend, with an advocate who will help us. And we can have a relationship with Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit. So you have a question, you have a burden, you have something on your heart. The Holy Spirit can help guide you. And that gave me such peace and was able to help me with the Lord in me, the Holy Spirit inside me to grow closer and grow that relationship that you're talking about. It is. And, and when we say freedom, you know, we live in America, so we understand freedom. Mm -hmm. 
But there's so much more to freedom in Christ. It's the ability to obey God and still choose His will for what we're going on, what is going on in our life. It's liberating to walk in that relationship with Him. It's a little bit scary. It didn't come easy to me. It was something I had to grow to. But there have been so many benefits from that experience mm -hmm. that it makes me hungry for it. And now I have to have it. I have to spend time with Him every day. Mm -hmm. I do as well. And because He lives, we also will live. And that also comes from Scripture. And that's what you're talking about. We can live a life, an abundant life, because Jesus lives in us. And it is a day-by-day -day choice. We get up in the morning, we can choose. Do we go and spend some time with Jesus? Do we pray? Do we read His Word? Do we try to understand? Do we reach out? We haven't talked about this. And help other people and love. Love is the greatest commandment, is loving the Lord with all your heart and your soul and your neighbor as yourself. And so these are ways that you can use what you're reading and, and live it out by, by loving one another. And that comes from the direction, the prompting of Jesus in you. He'll prompt you to do those things. He certainly will. And He is always with you. That is actually scripture. That comes mm -hmm. from Matthew 28, 20. Just be still in His presence and let Him guide where you're going. When you make a decision about your day, ask Him, Lord, if this is not your will or the right direction, Steer me another direction, and He will. Be prepared. It's a little unsettling in the beginning, and you have to trust Him, but that's where faith comes in. Right, and, and God can do even more than you can ever imagine if you will just step out in faith and believe and just keep going one step at a time, one day at a time. He renews us day by day. Yes. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity that we get to celebrate who you are and whose we belong to. Lord, we love you so much and there's so much that you have for us. There is freedom in you. When we just let our hearts lean in on you, cast our cares and our burdens and our worries all to you and let your peace, which transcends all understanding, become part of who we are. Let us want to make those choices to lean in on you, Lord. You have so much that you want to work in us when we give you the ability to work in us. So Lord, right now we claim that in the name of Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for doing something new in each of us. We do want freedom. And so Lord, help us draw to you because we know the scripture tells us where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we know that you are the Spirit. So Lord, help us to draw to the Spirit, to turn away from those things that try to confuse us, those voices, those things in our head that confuse us. And let us draw to you, because you will never confuse us. You will always lead us in the way that leads to life everlasting. Because you live, we also live. And we love you. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your promises that are new every day. Great is your faithfulness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We're so glad you joined us today. Remember, you can look for other episodes by doing a simple search, Journey with Jesus, on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast. And thank you again for listening. We have many opportunities for you to reach out to us. You can email us at journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com 
or you can leave a response as you listen. You can like it and share it. You can also subscribe to our podcast. We thank you for listening. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.